0: Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries, I'm your host John and for this episode I'm asking could I go back to old school manual play? Okay so let me preface this episode by saying that I am actually a big fan of technology. I store my prep in Obsidian Notes after trying a number of different note apps. I love having the ability to automate, speed up certain math bits of D&D. I think having information about items, abilities and the like stored online so you can quickly reference and search them without having to page through books is a great time saver. So no, I I don't have any hatred of technology, but what spurred these this sort of thought experiment, if you want to call it that, was... Our OSE game on the 4th of March, we had a number of technical problems with Foundry VTT. And when I say that, I mean there were numerous connection problems during the game. Changing maps was taking an absolute age. Players were dropping out or lagging a great deal. At one point, I even had to share my screen via Zoom just so they could see the map and make several of the rolls for the players using the automated roller. Now, normally I'm a big fan and advocate of Foundry VTT, so I think it's got some great features, but recently I seem to have been having nothing but issues with it. Now, I'm lucky enough to have some great players who have bared with us during the technical issues with good humour and we still had fun during the session. Luckily I've also got players who are more tech savvy than me and like I said I'm not a complete Luddite but neither am I an IT consultant and they've been prepared to help out with the issues both in and out of the game really going above and beyond so shout out to Dave Hodgkinson and Darren Green aka RFID who've really been a great help during this but these issues have become increasingly regular and more frustrating over the past few months. It's doubly frustrating, given that nothing has really changed on my computer system in the past few months, also because of the amount of hours I've put into getting maps, tokens, etc. on the Foundry VTT system much as I enjoyed running the session. And don't get me wrong, I really did. The constant issues are a bit of a dampener on my enthusiasm. Although, don't get me wrong, I'm definitely going to keep running the campaign because I very much enjoy it. It's just that these technical issues just take a little bit of that shine off at the end of a session and make everything a little bit sort of extra hassle, which... As you know out there, GMs, like running a game, takes. you have to spin a lot of different plates at the same time, and you don't need someone adding a few more. So, it's got me thinking, what can I do as a backup, and could I go back to running things manually? Now, obviously, I can't run completely manual, face-to-face with the current group I've got, because a number of the players live in different countries, but I love the group we've put together, and I want to keep GMing for them. So... What can I do? Is there some sort of compromise solution I could reach with this? Well, it's been my general experience that the more complicated something is and the more different options it gives you when it comes to technology, the more chance there is of stuff going wrong. Now, don't misunderstand me. Normally, I love options. I'm often banging on about it in my RPG reviews and stuff like that. However, I've also got to have something that is reasonably reliable. Like I was saying, much as I love GMing, it's stressful enough without having to deal with tech malfunctions on top of that. So I've been spending a bit of time looking at potential backups or simpler options that I could use, and one of these was the very simple browser-based VTT Owlbear Rodeo. I'm currently playing in a drop-in Sunday of game run by the author Gavin Norman, he of Necrotic Gnome fame, and we use Owlbear Rodeo for that. It basically has a dice roller, allows you to import graphics as map, and slide little tokens around on it. That's pretty much all it does. And in fact, my old mate Pete Jones of the Dragons Are Real podcast did an excellent video talking about Owlbear Rodeo a while back. I'll put a link to his video down in the description. So... The day after the session, which was actually today as I'm recording this, because I'll record a bit ahead, I had a tinker with Owlbear Rodeo, and thanks again to Darren Green for helping me give it a test run, and I was able to create a version of the main campaign map from our Smoke and Snow game in about 10 minutes. Now don't get me wrong, it doesn't look quite as snazzy, it doesn't have any extra functionality or anything like that. Obviously I can't store character sheets, monsters, items, or automate stuff with macros, but it's a reasonably good looking version of the map it's let me put tokens on that like notate where places are and to represent the player party and stuff like that and it's got a really simple user interface i was able to pretty much pick it up without reading any instructions on it it just seems to all work together and like i say it's a little bit limited but what it does it does very well and this got me thinking well could i combine our rodeo with other simple tools so not going completely manual but just simplifying and streamlining down a few things because as i've said if there's less potential avenues for things to go wrong i'm all in favor of that so i'm not sure if i'm going to use albert rodeo as my main vtt because i do like the automation options and stuff like that however it is nice to have a simple option available as backup if nothing else so if foundry vtt or whatever solution i use in the future continues to arse up then it wouldn't take me long to send a join link to the players jump quickly on owlbear rodeo and we can use that and since my streaming software just captures my second monitor as long as i'm in the browser window on the second monitor i pretty much don't have to change any of my streaming stuff but you might be saying well what are you going to do about the character sheets, John, if they're no longer stored in the VTT? Is everyone going to have a little piece of paper with them written on or whatever? Well, again, I, I didn't want to have like little bits of paper flying around everywhere. So again, I've gone for like a bit of a compromise. I've just set up a simple Google Sheet on my Google Drive, a little bit of a spreadsheet that has a worksheet with all the player character sheets on it. And luckily OSE isn't a ridiculously complicated game so setting that up didn't take long and then there's a second worksheet which we can use to put the stats for retainers on and if i keep this up to date because i've transcribed all of the the characters and retainers over from foundry vtt then i can easily share a link to that spreadsheet with the players so they can open it up in a browser tab and reference it during the session so what about all the other stuff that Foundry vtt does? What would I do with that? Well, most of the monster stats I use are either straight from OSE, or I have them written down in my Obsidian Notes vault, so I could pretty easily access them. I mean, we might have to look up rules, details for items, and do a bit more basic math, but generally, as long as the players know the stuff on their character sheets, I can no doubt handle the NPC stuff. There'd Maybe a, per- a little bit of a period of adjustment, because we're all used to the this sort of automated bits and pieces and all the extra little widgets and stuff you can have running on a vtt but well we all sort of started off most of us like playing before the the internet age and before we had loads of stuff on computers so it shouldn't be too difficult like i said we're not going entirely back to basics we're just sort of streamlining things down a bit so my plan going forward for smoke and snow and for my games in general is for the next session we're going to try and use foundry vtt with 95 percent of like the various optional modules and stuff disabled just to see if that helps if we start having loads of problems again during the session I'm going to quickly send the players the link to the Google Sheet and Owlbear Rodeo, and we will jump onto that and use that for the session. And if this happens a few times, then we'll potentially look at transferring over to that as a more permanent solution. Now, as is often the way with this sort of thought experiment, it's more sort of turned into a thought avalanche of me, where I've been sort of mulling it over uh, all day since we had the session and it started me off down a few other avenues of thought and it's got me thinking about whether the the sort of streamlining of my applications could be taken even further for example I've got a paid zoom account at the moment that I use for well I, I use it for Johannes's uh, burning wheel game and for my smoke and snow OSE campaign and whilst it works really well i've been trying to streamline my expenses recently what were the cost of living and seemingly everything else going up in price so i'm wondering do i really need that that paid zoom account now unfortunately i've had to streamline down a bit i've had to stop supporting a number of patreons and the likes to try and save a bit of money and it occurs to me that well The video and audio capabilities of Discord, which is obviously free, have come on in leaps and bounds over the last few years. I mean, we're using Discord exclusively for the OSE game that Gavin runs, and it works pretty well. So I've started to think, well, perhaps I should scrap my Zoom subscription and just use Discord. After all, it wouldn't take much to set up a small server, invite the players to it, have a a video slash voice room on there. And we just run it out of that again. If I can put it on one of my monitors, I can capture that specific screen instead of the zoom screen, and it shouldn't have any problems for my streaming software. So, but who knows? We'll see in the future. So, those are my thoughts about how I might potentially streamline or sort of go for simpler options with my campaigns going forward ironically as i'm sort of thinking about simpler things and i'm having more problems that i'm now probably using the the most sort of high-tech computer i've ever owned in my life but the, the software at the minute certainly with foundry just seems to be causing an awful lot of grief hopefully disabling all the various optional stuff will sort that out but if it doesn't i'm taking comfort in the fact that i have got much simpler options and while they're not perfect, because what is, at least it will enable us to run the game in a, a similar manner to what we've become accustomed to. So, have you got any thoughts about taking things back to a simpler basis, whilst within your own limitations? So like I said, I can't go fully back to the basics because I, I need video conferencing to like speak to my players. But have you got any thoughts about how you've maybe streamlined your own games or taken them a bit back to basics? Or are you a, a full ahead? all the tech all the time person either way i'd love to hear your thoughts on this and whether you've managed to streamline your own games or whether you've suffered with tech problems yourself maybe we can all bemoan all the various irregularities of technology together if you'd like to get in touch you can leave us a voicemail message either using speakpipe or anchor there'll be links down in the description or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun, take care.